All right, we're on. Welcome to the podcast. Yippee The Apocalypse Scenarios podcast with I'm Josh. And I'm Shane. Yep. So Shane and Josh here. Um, so we wanted to do this podcast because we thought it'd be fun just to talk about different like apocalypse scenarios from like movies and books and whatever we come across and just like like under different scenarios what we would do to survive what like you should do to survive and just like maybe some flaws with the scenario so that's what we're we're doing and today we wanted to talk about world war z so have you seen world war z a while ago a while ago okay Refresh so me. yeah so i haven't seen it in probably like it's been like i don't know like a year or so but i i'm gonna read the synopsis here for um people who haven't heard of it or haven't seen it yet um so brad pitt as the character Jerry Lane has to save his wife Karen, played by Mirelli Enos, Enos, and his two daughters from the zombie apocalypse when an outbreak of zombie infection spreads rapidly across the world. So it's a zombie, zombie apocalypse. The big cities in the US, oh yeah, I forgot to mention real quick. So this is going to be our zombie apocalypse number one. Um, we're planning on doing different um, scenarios, but we're going to break them into categories. So obviously, like, zombie apocalypse is going to be different than. Um, like other scenarios that we're going to do but this one will be specific to World War Z and then we'll probably do, we're thinking of like I Am Legend maybe Walking Dead, breaking down those um, at a different time, but anyway, so back to the synopsis so infection spreads rapidly across the world the big cities in the US are overrun by, overrun by the zombie hordes as they are in like every movie um the family barely escapes New York being rescued from the rooftop just in the nick of time before zombies could reach them. They are taken to the Navy ship that is offshore in a safe haven, which is a UN ship, by the way. It's like it's like this big old UN. So first, I just want to point this out, out right away. One of the things that bugs me is like, okay, so the UN sucks at everything, but in a zombie apocalypse, they're going to like be able to like, you know, organize the entire world to take care of this. Like, I don't know. Seems pretty dumb to me. <laughs> so that, that was one thing. But anyway, so go to a safe haven. Jerry Lane is a former United Nations worker who has special knowledge and skills that government officials think will help him stop this, help them stop this zombie plague. Jerry is very reluctant to go back and work for the government, but it's the only way he can keep his family safe from harm on the Navy ship. So basically they hold, they're like, okay, if you want your family to survive, then you got to go help us. And so they like, they're able to keep their family on the ship just because of that. And then obviously people that are less important are like, I think they ship them to Canada eventually, stuff like that. By the way, spoiler alert for all these things, but this movie's been out for like five years or something. It's not new. So if you haven't seen it, it's not our fault. Anyway, so continuing with the synopsis. Um... So the first thing he does is take a scientist with him to discover the origin of the outbreak, which occurred in South Korea. The train of clue, trail of clues leads him to Israel, where the city of Jerusalem is protected from the zombies by a big wall. The zombies pile up one on top of each other and breach the wall. Jerry notices that although the zombies attack every healthy human they encounter who, when bitten, 
then also turns into zombies, but the zombies pass by the sickly humans without harming them, which gives them a clue of how to stop the disease. Jerry's mission becomes to reach the nearest laboratory of the World Health Organization, which is the only place that might have a way to stop the zombies so he can save the world and reunite with his family. All right, so that's the synopsis. Is this ringing any bells now? Nope. All right. So let's talk about... Okay, and then one more thing, actually, I wanted to read. So the nature of the disease is that it's similar to, like, a zombie or a rabies disease is what I was reading. Um, so through bites, organ transplants, um, it makes some... Yeah. And it makes them, like, what, like, they react to sound really well. But they're, they're not able to they're, see, right? I think they see, but they're just irritated by sound. Oh, okay. So they attack based off of sound. So I think they could kind of care less if you were quiet, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or no. They'll probably still attack you, but yeah, their sound is what they go off of. Right. So if you, I'm, ass- I'm assuming if you touch them, they would react to that too. But right. So sound is what they really go after. And I think was smell part of that too. So. I don't remember. They're, they have some weird sense to determine if someone has, like, right. a deathly illness or right. something. Some weird, like, because, yeah. But I don't know what sense you would put that under. Yeah. And it's weird, too, because they almost react like a hive mind rather than as individuals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. So, weird stuff. Um, one thing that bothers me about this scenario as well is... So first off, I kind of want to talk about flaws in this scenario, and then we can go over, like, what we'd do in that situation. But, dude, okay, so Israel has this, currently has, like, a wall in a lot of their area due to wars and stuff like that. And then they end up, they're like, okay, we're going to finish this wall because we hear there's a zombie outbreak in India, and um, so they finish the wall. And they have this whole immigration system that's great, and it, like... um, it totally uh, like filters people out really well, but then there's no like okay the way that they get killed is what what uh what it talks about in this in the synopsis where they pile the zombies just start piling up and go over the wall in this one specific area. Well, in the movie, I remember it. They started going nuts because all the immigrants were like singing and all this stuff and making oh, yeah. tons of noise. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. then drew them all to the city and That's obviously when you get closer to the sound it's going to get louder and right so so they were drawn to the sound yeah so their immigration is what <laughs> dang it so but but anyway so they devise right and so they start piling up and if you haven't seen the scene it's actually really cool um they all end up piling on top of each other but my problem with that is like okay you build this giant a wall you're not going to put, like, sensors in to, like, detect, like, seismic activity or, like, anything. You're not going to have cameras. Because they, they end up sending a helicopter out there to, like, shoot at it. But then the helicopter shoots at, like, the zombies on the top instead of the zombies on... So imagine, like, a Jenga tower. Like, shoot at the bottom so it knocks them over. Uh, but no. But even if you shoot them, the ones on the bottom... Would still be there. Oh yeah, I know, but it could topple it over and buy you some more time. Is what I'm saying. Plus, there was nobody on top of the wall like shooting down on it, and that just made no sense to me. Like, 
I don't know. You'd think they'd be... Like, they had soldiers all over, but they weren't protecting the one thing that they had to protect. Yeah. That made no sense to me. And then, like, once they were over the wall, it seemed like all of their, like, militia just died. Like, yeah. it didn't seem like they had any threat against it. Right, they had no... And they had, like, like um, cages to set up over the walkway, so that, like... But to me, it's like, all you had to do is... If you have the one defense and you actually, like, protected that, then your city would have been fine. Yeah. You know? And, like, the cages only bought them a few minutes, enough time for them to get on an airplane. That right. Barely makes it off the ground. And... Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. And then, for some reason, there's a zombie in the bathroom on the airplane, right? Or a subway of some yeah. sort. It's like, seriously, these guys can't catch a break. Also, a nuke goes off while they're flying over. I think it's when they're heading towards Israel from South Korea. I think it's like Pakistan. Yeah, it shows a nuclear blast. But anyway, just interesting anecdotes. So, those are some of the flaws. I think what I really like about this scenario is, um, like, it's a pathogen, so there's actually, like, a cure. You know what I mean? It's not like, like they're undead zombies. No, it's like a cure, and he... He doesn't find a cure, but he finds so a way. They, were try they found that they don't attack those who have an illness. So right. their plan was to buy time right. by giving people giving like meningitis. Lethal, like, yeah, so they give them all, like disease. meningitis or something like that, and then they give them the antidote, and, and they, they send it. And it and so they basically would buy them time to move to a new area where they can build a wall essentially and keep yeah. everything out. Or like for the soldiers that were going to like contain areas that they could give them the dose right. so they wouldn't be attacked, but right. they could then attack the zombies. Something funny about that, too, is the very end of the movie shows, like, Russians on top of the building just, like, yeah. pouring gasoline on them and just lighting on fire with flamethrowers. That's what I think of Russia in the apocalypse. <laughs> They're just, da, pour some vodka on them, light them on fire. Which is awesome. Awful accent, but... No, but like, like yeah. I know, but like, isn't that Russia? I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Freaking Russians. All right. So, where do you see yourself in that scenario? Let's. Um, so obviously, cities and any zombie apocalypse are just usually just not good. Yeah. Um. And he barely gets out of there. And he only got out because he had connections. Right. Because he called some dude, and they brought a helicopter to him on top of a building. But he's in New Jersey, so that's his own fault. <laughs> if you're living in New Jersey, you're already making bad decisions. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, guys. Um, but yeah, so he gets out just because of that, and it's insane. There's just people everywhere. Um, what what about you? What do you where where do you see yourself in this scenario? Well. The first thing I would want is, like, a line of, like, way of fending them off. Right. And so, like, your initial thoughts are, like, oh, get some guns. But in this scenario, if they're drawn to sound and they work in that yeah. hive mentality yeah. almost to, yeah. like, eliminate noise, going with a gun is a great way to get yourself killed. That's and so a good you plan. Would, 
you would only want to use again if you're trying to like set up a decoy right or it's like a last resort where right. they're already on to you but yeah tricky. i think you would almost want to go with like more silence than anything that this isn't something you'd necessarily want to fight off because no. they can move just as fast as any other human which means well and they're fast and they're yeah. hauling when they when they like hear something they yeah. like go after it yeah so like i think fighting them isn't necessarily your best option because i mean especially in the movie like if they have military groups that get destroyed from right them it's probably not the best idea to go up with a 22 or an ar and yeah that's true yeah <laughs> your own property but. if if you had to choose a gun obviously you'd want like a silence 22 because although it still makes noise it's not gonna make nearly as much noise and you know just depending you probably want to go at like I don't know. I don't know. Daylight doesn't affect them at all, day or night, really, because they don't really use their eyes too much. Well, but, not for, like... Um, I think they can still see. I just don't think they really... Yeah. But I think I would almost want to set up... The first thing I would want to do is try to figure out a, a fail-safe, because if they're attracted to sound, I would want to be able to trigger, like... Similar to a quiet place, right? Like set off some fireworks? Yeah, have a fell seat that could draw them away. I wouldn't want to go with fireworks. I think I'd prefer like some radio tower with giant speakers on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could set it up so it's like the tower's protected, but when you needed to, you could call them in, and they would all swarm the tower, giving you a chance. Fireworks might actually be good like on a personal level. You know, like, just yeah. having, like, a couple, like, firecrackers just to, like, th- like you light them and then just chuck them. Yeah. And maybe they get attracted to that. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like, like... I think this one would almost be better just to camp out and have, like... You'd obviously want your skin covered. Yeah. Here. Well, yeah, that's what he does in the movie, right? He, like... He wraps like newspapers, magazines and, and stuff, magazines, yeah, which is really genius. That's so human. smart. Yeah, because the human can't really get through that. Yeah, you can't really bite through a magazine or claw through it, really. Right. But. Yeah, that's and I I remember his zombie gets on top of him and he's got, I think he's got like a newspaper on his throat or something, and he like spits on him and he's really smart in the movie because he like spits it out and makes sure he doesn't get any like get anything yeah. in his mouth or anything like that. So I think I actually really like this zombie apocalypse because I think one it's more realistic and two like like it's just kind of a cool cool thought like that the fact that they're so attracted to sound and stuff and that they're not like because my problem with like walking dead zombies and we'll talk about this another time but they are so weak you know yeah. and they're moving so slow because in this one there you have the same type of like hordes right. but you don't have the just like you can outrun them on foot or right. get in a car, and the only problem is if you hit them and it breaks your car. Yeah, definitely. I think their their biggest strength, obviously, is like their hearing and speed, but that's also their biggest weakness on the hearing. Because what you were saying for like a long for like a long term plan in the zombie apocalypse, um, definitely set up 
a radio tower or some like with speakers and just blast because they'll all get attracted to that and then you can just kind of hose them down so you could really secure a big area that way you know yeah you could do something like that um and that would also buy you plenty of time for whatever else you need to do huh. i wonder if there's a way you could almost like trap them use the sound to lure them in somewhere and then lock the facility that you mm. have them led into down like you build a hole just dig a pit and then just like well they can climb out of stuff so you'd have to have a just a really like deep pit. <laughs> just like dig a really like pothole state park in pennsylvania shout out to scranton area <laughs> you, you could always just take them up to kennecott there you go biggest pit we got yeah there you go that's a big mine um yeah no i agree there's there's different in the short term there's definitely different ways that you can do it um yeah, you'd almost have to seal off the entire country and then kind of work. Because I don't know if they transfer on water or what the deal is well, there. I don't think they could because I think cause there's, the thing is they're still living. Like, yeah. They have the same yeah. vitals as right. humans. And so they, and they need to eat. And so they would need to eat. They need to do different things. Like obviously. Because if it, it's like the rabies thing. The creature is still alive. It's not just this yeah. undead. Yeah, yeah being true and so it probably can't swim unless you're using like boat transporter things and that can all be regulated especially if you're smart about it yeah if you get a big enough cruise ship there's no way anything's getting on it you know what i mean and you could transport anything across but i would almost yeah i think i would trust water um over trying to do air travel because if you get a tow away on a cruise ship or something, yeah. you can always jump off the boat. Right. And if they jump in, I don't know if they'd be able to swim or how effectively they do. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they could stay because your survival instincts kick in and you can kind of yeah. do okay. But, like, humans aren't meant to swim. They're not like other animals that yeah. can do both. So, naturally, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, so... A boat might be a really good option too. Find a lake nearby, get a houseboat. A deep lake though. Like a deep enough lake that, cause you don't wanna be on like a small lake where they're just gonna wade out there and eat you, Yeah. you know? But yeah, a houseboat might be the, the way to go. Houseboat, big cruise ship, something along those lines. I was also thinking, okay, say you're not close to a big lake or the ocean or anything like that. Um, maybe like the mountains, something that you can like see down on, see where they're coming from. Something well, that's not going to have as much sound. I figure if you're in a rural area, you probably don't have as much to worry about because it's going to really yeah. affect the big cities. Because I don't see them necessarily traveling cross country very much. Yeah, and so like, it'd be hard to migrate and eat and, and everything like, like that. Especially if you're trying to get to like where we're at in Cedar City, like you're gonna have to. It's it's a long drive to anywhere near us in the desert. Yeah, and I just don't think they would survive. So I think as long as they don't come in on 
like airplanes or something, you wouldn't have much to worry about. Yeah. I mean that that's a good point. Yeah, I I don't see them making the trek. Also, you got to think like okay, like naturally we as human beings compared to like a bear or a mountain lion or a lion lion or a tiger like we're kind of screwed. You know what I mean? Like and just our natural ability. Yeah, to just like off. Yeah, if we have no weapons, we're kind of screwed against an animal like that. So I don't see them surviving in the wild as well as they would survive in a city just kind of hoarding up and ganging up but also i don't know like i feel feel like this would be a zombie apocalypse that would fizzle out really fast like a couple months and it would be over like taking over probably like 90 percent of the world but the other 10 percent would figure it out yeah very fast moving but fizzles and like I think in the movie, I think at first it started off as a pretty slow uh, virus because I think it was able to get to several different continents. Okay. But then, um, in the movie, he figured out that it got down to like seven seconds or some magic number. Right. Because that's when he cuts. Ten the, seconds. Yeah. Because yeah, he like cuts the chick's arm off and counts to ten to see if she turns. It's into a zombie. And she didn't, so I think... That's an insane virus, though. Yeah. Think about that. That thing acts like that. Yeah. As soon as it hits your bloodstream, you're dead. Then there's that one scene where that, that dude gets bit, this special, like, forces dude gets bit, and they're like, do you need to take you out, sir? And he's like, no, I got this, and he kills himself. It's a pretty badass moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Those guys are all pretty cool in that movie. That's probably one of my favorite parts. They just have it down. Just hand him a couple grenades and have him run. Yeah, and I think the way... Another interesting thing. I think the way that it started is it started in North Korea, is what one dude was saying. And in order to combat it, they just, like, ripped out all the teeth of their people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, hardcore. Because, yeah, I mean, if they can't bite anything, then nothing they can really do to transmit the disease like they could probably yeah they they could always always like claw at you or something and break but it's definitely a lot less effective then because they'd have to claw at you and then get their own fluids inside of you right yeah yeah okay so let's say you're in because i think he starts in new york or new jersey like i said um Let's say you're in New York City and you're on the 82nd floor of a 150, I don't know, building sizes, but 150 floors and you're on the 82nd. So you're right in the middle of a big building and you see hordes in the street. What's your What's your thought process? What are you doing? Because you're, think about it, you're in a small apartment because nobody can afford apartments there. Yeah. You sure. don't have any guns on you because they don't, like guns in New York, in the state of New York, really. Well, you wouldn't want a gun anyway. Right, so, right, as we established. I think, especially if you're in New York, you're going to have a lot of looter mentality where True. everyone's going to be going crazy, so even other survivors could be just as dangerous. But I think you would want to honestly probably just barricade yourself in. Wait it, it out. 
wait it out a little bit until things calm down. But if you just saw it happening, you probably wouldn't know that they're like drawn to sound or anything like that. Like you wouldn't know what you're dealing with right away. True. True. You would true. just see things going crazy. And New York's a loud city. Yeah. So like. <clears throat> Yeah, you'd probably, well, and I'm sure with the way social media and everything is today, you'd have some sort of an idea about it. But you'd have to definitely barricade yourself in. Because if you're stuck in a building and potentially there's people all around you, I guess what you could do, too, is you figured it out. Um, Once you figured, like, and you, like, saw on TV and on your phone or whatever like what the strengths and weaknesses were, you could kind of barricade your level and then, you know, just kind of do it yourself and just kind of take each building by itself because those things are killable, especially if you waited out like a week. Yeah, good. Make sure you have food storage. Yeah. Well, the freaking... That was the the crazy part about the movie is once those things stop hearing sound... They, like, shut down. They weren't just, like... They didn't just, like, lay down and die. I think they just kind of were, like, chilling. Yeah. It's like they were at peace with their environment, which I think... If you do put, like, human noises in any ecosystem, like... That's why there's a lot of shark attacks. Like, you have people making noise in the water and the sharks get irritated, so they get rid of this town. And so... I think they were the same way, where they're just content to. It just kind of gives humans the yeah more animalistic behaviors. Well, the crazy part, excuse me, crazy part about the movie too is like, how long have they been into the zombie apocalypse? Like a week and a half. I think so. I don't remember though. It's like a let's just say week and a half, just for the sake of argument. Week and a half, two weeks. And the zombies had definitely like like lost physical strength, but they could still kill them. Like the, the I'm talking about that. So they're in a hospital, or no WHO building, like we talked World Health Organization building, and they have some. When he runs up on them, half the building is shut down and half the building is where the live scientists are, are living still and their friends are the zombies in the other half of the building and basically what they um what they do is they're just like trying to survive and just test them and see what they can do to find a cure but what's crazy to me is like okay so a week and a half in those zombies are still viable without food or water or water that we're aware of yeah but i mean they could have maybe found some but they were sedentary like super sedentary yeah so i wonder if it's one of those things where they're they just kind of shut down until they hear noise again yeah and And with that i mean likelihood is probably what like two or three weeks of living probably without additional sustenance and you never know they could turn on each other and revert to like cannibalism yeah, and yeah. stuff like that true that's true I yeah cause they have their own like communication where they're like yeah. 
so they could know where each other's at. I yeah. So I mean, the vibe like locked in a room, they probably have like a month, let's say. So if you're able to wait it out long enough, you should be good. Yeah. If you're able to have but enough food and water. If it is a disease that is taking over the body, even once they're dead. There's always a chance that that Transmission. disease can still pick up because you're going to have a massive cleanup. Yeah, that you'd have to do in hazmats, and if it's you don't know where they've been necessarily, and so yeah. like you kind of have to torch everything. You have to torch entire or cities. Or you would have to come up with a cure, a known cure, like a fail-safe cure. In order to and then vaccinate everyone. Well, let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about the cure that he developed. So, like we said earlier, it's like kind of like a camouflage, right? So they that's, well, it's, and that's just until they buy time. I don't know if they ever came out with a cure in the right. Movie. So they didn't they didn't come out with a cure. But but let's talk about the camouflage because I mean, if if your strategy once you got an area secure and you found out the camouflage that you can use, um. And you don't want to just bomb cities with people that are survivors in there that are barricaded. So you'd have to get some sort of message out to them. And then you'd have to, like, drop... I guess you'd have to just drop care packages, right? Just right in the middle. And just be like, okay, this has the cure. Like, you have a week to get the hell out of New York well, City. I think you could have, once you... Uh waited out long enough you could probably and like you do have the cure i'm guessing by the time the cure comes up a good amount of the hosts will be either dead or dying type of a thing yeah oh so, yeah yep you know yeah i mean like i'm like, just saying for like how do you get survivors out of new york city at that point you, you gotta just drop them like tank bullhorn it yeah yeah, I guess you could run through, you could, um... Bullhorn where to meet and then have a distraction of troops, like, sent to the other part You of could the... maybe have a helicopter fly through the city and be like, okay, we are bombing this area... Tomorrow. Tomorrow, this road. Or you could, what you could do is fly a helicopter low, like, not super low, but, like, 50 feet off the ground, 100 feet off the ground. Just like blaring music and just draw all the zombies yeah. out of this city and just do that with multiple aircraft, like helicopters. Because I think the only way you could really do it is if you. Maybe you could use the subway. Try to get everyone out of all of the infected out and then yeah. move in. Yeah. I don't see a real plausible way of trying to get people to cure because you know. If these people are survivors, they're probably going to take a lot of more than they need. They're going to oh, like, yeah. talk up. Oh, yeah. True, true. And so, like... Yeah, because your average can... New York apartment is not going to have much in it. Yeah. It's not like these people are... Because, you know, they, they don't have hardly any space, so it's not like they can have, like, stacks of beans and rice and... Yeah, and so they're... If they water here, they're going to try to clean take advantage water. of that and use that as leverage against right. other survivors. Right. Or, Things like that. Yeah. The criminals will be rampant with guns because no, no legal citizens can have guns. <laughs> well, no, because they'd all be dead because guns would attract them. That's actually a good point. Yeah, 
that's also a, a kind of a cool zombie apocalypse difference scenario is just like the noise because obviously guns you don't want to be firing off your uh, Rick from Walking Dead 44 Magnum off in the middle of the city that's all, all by the way just for any zombie apocalypse terrible gun 44 Magnum there's like rare availability of ammo got six rounds like yeah it'll take them down in one round but you're gonna attract a bunch of zombies it's like uh, right, so we'll go with the shotgun yeah shotgun you got it's a better shotgun there you go yeah shotgun's a good call and depending on strength of zombie and stuff like that yeah. you wouldn't even need to well, the shotgun, you can, doesn't matter how strong they are. You get rid of their legs, they can't move anywhere yeah. effectively. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, I feel like, well, like we, and we might have already mentioned this, and I probably already did, but, yeah, I feel like it's, World War Z is a zombie apocalypse where if you can wait it out and be smart enough, you should be able to survive it. If you have, like, just basic things prepared. And you're not... It's going to be a lot harder if you're in a major city. That's just... That's just the way it is. <laughs> Any more thoughts on World War Z? I think that about covers it. I, um... This is our first podcast, obviously, and we want... We want to make other better ones, and we might compile multiple... Um, scenarios together just depending on what we want to talk about um, in the future I know we had a list let me just go over this list of ideas that we had for um, future podcasts and you guys can let us know what what uh, what you think about them so for zombie apocalypse we were thinking world war z walking dead i am legend um and then a similar one that is a quiet place which i think would be a really cool one to talk about um i mean it's similar you don't want to make noise but i think it's like a really cool story really interesting um irobot you've seen irobot right yep yeah irobot's a funny one yeah, so iRobot would be a cool one. Um, let's see. The Matrix would be interesting. That's a really interesting one. I went back. It's on Netflix right now. I went back and watched it. They have all of them on there right now. You should watch them. <laughs> um, Hunger Games. Um, Handmaid's Tale. So have you ever heard of The Handmaid's Tale? Yeah, Basically, okay, so the, when we talk about this one, I don't necessarily want to, because the likelihood of it happening is so dumb. It would never happen. Like, basically, it's these radicals take over the government and want people to live like the Amish, basically. But, like, there's no way... <laughs> it's so dumb is, like, a concept. But I do want to discuss, like, what would what would you do to survive in that? How would you revolt and everything like that? But I don't think it's a likely or anything like it happening in America. 
Well, there's no way they could enforce it without using technology. Right. I'm not familiar with it, so you'll have to. I'll have to do my research on that one. For yeah, we can watch the first couple episodes just to give you an idea. Um, and I've only watched like five episodes. It's just, I just, it was so depressing in like every way. I don't know. Um, like a pathogen scenario, like Ebola or Zika. What's your how do you survive those? And well, obviously we'll do more research on like different pathogens. Um, one that, you know, and I think we'll talk about this one next time is what I was thinking. The second civil war in America. What do you think about that one? America. Yeah. So basically it would be right now Republicans versus Democrats type thing. What actual fighting would go on and yeah so that would be an interesting one also um kind of similar war with china and russia and how that would be apocalyptic world war three would be terrible that would really be a crazy war war so we'll talk about that one um also okay so alien invasions would be another one so like independence day oh i forgot this classic Mars Attacks. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh my gosh. Okay. Mars Attacks would be a great one. Um, so Independence Day. Love that movie. Um, that would be an interesting one to talk about. War of the Worlds. You've seen War of the Worlds, right? No. Nope. Oh my gosh. How do you live? Okay. If anybody hasn't seen War of the Worlds, that's probably one of the better movies ever made. Like, really well done. Um, another one would be kind of like a Star Trek universe type thing. I don't know. We're just kind of spitballing ideas. But this is what we're looking to talk about in future episodes. And, um, yeah, like I said, next time we'll be second, America's second civil war, which I think will be really interesting. Just we want to talk about, like, the, I don't know, what are the likelihood of, of it happening and, like, what would happen in it. So... That's what you have to look forward from us next time. Um, and we should be putting out a new episode probably every week, at least. Just because we want to get a, enough of them out there to um, build up a catalog and everything like that. Okay. Anything else to say? Nope. Nope. Okay. Thanks, guys.